Welcome to Lion Leadership. Thank you for taking the time to be here with me today. Today's service is limiting beliefs and negative conditioning. First, we're going to go into learning what limiting beliefs and negative conditioning are. Then we're going to learn how to identify limiting beliefs and negative conditioning that might be holding us back in our lives. And then finally, we're going to go into the tools to remove limiting beliefs and negative conditioning. And then we're going to talk about how to use what we learned in today's program to thrive. The glass delusion. That's where I'm going to start this talk. Uh, the glass delusion is an external manifestation of a psychiatric disorder recorded in Europe, mainly in late Middle Ages and early modern period, 15th to 17th century. People feared that they were made of glass and therefore likely to shatter into pieces. One famously early sufferer was King Charles the fifth of France who re refused to allow people to touch him and he wore reinforced clothing to protect himself from accidental shattering. This is a great example of limiting beliefs uh, and it actually happened in history. People thought they were made of glass and they were afraid of touching people or getting close and they'd have to sit down on pillows or they were afraid they would shatter. Now, we obviously think that this is stupid. You know, people aren't made of glass. You're not going to shatter. But yet, there's so many people in today's modern ages that suffer from just as ridiculous beliefs all the time. Uh, and just because they're not necessarily physical, more mental, doesn't mean that they're any less of a limiting belief. Like, many people uh, suffer thinking, I can't tell the truth because I may get judged. I don't want to get close to this person lest my heart get broken. I don't want to ask for what I want because uh, what if I get rejected? I can't trust people because I've been betrayed before. I can't pursue my dreams because I don't know what I do if I fail. I can't do X because of Y and I can't do A because of B. And they're all limiting beliefs that we've created in our own mind. So let's take another step back and let's just go into what a belief is. According to Wikipedia, a belief is the state of mind in which a person thinks something to be the case with or without there being empirical evidence to prove that something is the case with a factual certainty. Even in the definition of a belief, it tells you uh, it might not be true. But so many people nowadays are so stubborn and so determined to be right that they no longer accept questions. They don't even want to hear questions. They don't want to question their limiting beliefs. They just want to keep doing the same thing and keep struggling and keep suffering. Uh, and they're so judgmental and they're just closed-minded. And today we're going to really try and just break free from that. Let it go. Life is uncertain. There's no point in comp completing this cycle of suffering you have to if you're not where you want to be then you probably need to try and do something different and all i'm going to do today is help you think because it's no one else's job to think for ourselves but ourselves now uh limiting beliefs and negative conditioning uh we really start our conditioning and our creation of negative beliefs when we first develop self-awareness we are conditioned by our family, our parents, then teachers, then the media, then the bosses, then our work and our peers. And they tell us how to dress and how to talk and what to watch and how, what to learn. 
and then they create these trends of mindsets uh, that will create profitable systems. And these systems have experts at creating billions of needs only to sell us on ideas and products that promise to satisfy them, giving us beliefs that we are have to be a consumer, we have to buy more, 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 have to believe, we believe that we have to spend all of our money on the newest, latest fashion, and we have to be like everyone else, and we have to eat what everyone else eats, and it's really happened, though, for generation after generation after generation, and it probably started mildly innocent back when we were cavemen, and it's probably why we are the only you know, human-like creature because, you know, we were able to use our language to create these white lies. You know, it's easy to stop one guy with a false belief, but it's a lot harder to stop thousands of people with a false belief because it just perpetuates and we all want to fit in and we all want to be together, unified, but we really just make up these beliefs. And these beliefs start, come from four different ways. They start when we're children. Albert Einstein says, common sense is the collective of prejudices acquired by the age of 18, which is pretty true. And then we also get them from charismatic leaders or people we look up to because we voluntarily put ourselves in their presence and in their persuasion because we love them and we let them into our lives. Uh, and then you get it from advertising or basically repetition, repetition, uh, shock, or the ideas of sex and love and beauty, things that we want. They use that to persuade us and give us these beliefs over certain things. And then we also get beliefs from trauma. If a little kid sees his first dog and the first dog that he meets bites him, then he's going to be traumatic to all dogs probably from there until he meets another friendly dog. But he'll probably, if he never meets another friendly dog, he'll probably think all dogs bite. All dogs are scary until that belief is changed in some way or another. And as much as I can educate people, um, so many people are going to cling so strongly to their beliefs and act as if those beliefs are their self-identifiers, their own self-interest, when in reality you probably didn't get it from yourself, but you almost always get your beliefs from somebody else. As Anna Rowling says, you want your beliefs to change? It's proof that you are keeping your eyes open, living fully and welcoming everything that the world and people around you can teach you. This means that people's beliefs should change when they have new experiences or you should be more open to having new experiences so that your closed limited beliefs can change your negative conditioning can change. So that's going to take us into the next part which is identifying our limiting beliefs and negative conditioning. So how do we identify if we have a limiting belief or negative conditioning? So let's start with the easy ones. Ask yourself. Um, you know, where are you limited in your life? Or where do you feel like you need improvement? And uh, what thoughts do you repetitively have that are in a way holding us back? You know, are you not reaching your full potential in creativity, in finance, in career, education, health, physical activity, home cooking, home environment, in your relationships, social life, joy, spirituality, just to name a few. But Really focus on the number one thing, I think, that you feel like you're lacking in or that you're limited on. Because if you just break down your biggest fear first, you'll get into the realization that you can do this for all your fears. So, so where are you lacking the most? Where have you had the most failure in life? What is the toughest hurdle that you just have not been able to cross? See, many people see the world differently. 
and breaking free of these limiting beliefs can be the root cause of many people's failures in life. But many people have been nourishing negative thoughts and patterns for years and have let limiting beliefs of self-doubt have a hold on them and maybe have affected their confidence. So you've lowered your confidence for years now. So breaking this habit is not just going to be easy. It's not going to be an overnight deal, but we're going to teach you how you can do this. So we're still trying to identify and then we'll get into the tools. So first thing of identifying is you can ask yourself, where are you limiting? What I what parts of your life are you lacking? What do you want more of? And if you're not sure from there, then you can even maybe ask someone close to you, hey, where do you think I have limiting beliefs? Um, make sure it's someone that's gonna be honest with you and not someone who's gonna be super critical, but just someone who can really tell you. Maybe you'll have a paradigm shift from what they say and maybe you'll be like, man, do I really feel like that? And then you can start working on it. And then the, ne the last way is you ask a journal. You know, because a lot of the times we have a hard time being honest with ourselves, but when we're put in front of a blank piece of paper and we just are able to open up non-judgmentally, like you just forget judging yourself and you just let it all come out, a lot of truth can be, um, can come out that way. A quote from Wayne Dyer, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. Very true. So we've got to ask yourself. Ask someone whose opinion you care about, and then ask a journal. Those are three ways you can identify. The another way that you can identify uh, is very simple, and it's using the word because. Um, and it's being very mindful when you use the word because. And uh, a lot of just identifying is really being mindful of yourself, of your thoughts, of uh, where you want to improve in your life, or how other people are affecting your life or pretty much where you're getting results that you don't want. So that's how you can identify. If you're getting a result from something that you don't want, it's usually because you have a limiting belief. Um, so we have to watch out for where we're getting bad results and the word because. And the word because is so important because it's almost always followed by a reason. And once you get that reason out into the open, you can really identify possibly where this is coming from. And you can reword it to be where you want it to be or exactly telling you the truth about what's happening for you. Uh, for example, nobody loves me because I'm all alone. And then you can break that down. So the first part is the problem, then you have the because, and then you have the reason. And usually within the reason is where we have the limiting beliefs. So we have a limiting belief that because we're all alone, nobody loves us. So you can just work the problem backwards, which basically gives us the answer to what we need to do to stop this limiting belief. We, first of all, so nobody loves me because I'm alone. So then we do it backwards. So I'm alone, so I feel like nobody loves me. So in order for us to get over this problem, we have to go and be with people so that we can feel loved. And that's one way to break it down. Uh, another example is, I can't start a business because I'm not smart enough. So you're mindful of the because, because as soon as the because happens, it comes up with a reason, and your limiting belief is that you're not smart enough. So if you work the problem backwards, what you're saying first is, I'm not smart enough, so I feel like I can't start a business. 
So to get over this limiting belief, all you have to do is get smarter about business, which is a lot more of an open question that you can talk to yourself about as opposed to I can't start a business because I'm not smart enough. You know, you, you don't want to have these limiting beliefs because these limiting beliefs just like put up that barrier. They say, I'm not smart enough. Boom. Here's a wall. Not going to go around and not going to do anything else. That's the end of it. But if you start to work with yourself and you watch where you put your becauses in your sentences, then you're going to start having more of an idea of where these limiting beliefs are and you can start working on how to break them down. So we're still identifying how we can discover our limiting beliefs. Um, so we've got ask ourselves, ask a friend, write in a journal, watch where we put because, and then watch the reason that we say after our because, and then now we can talk about our negative thoughts. Um, a lot of this is, again, mindfulness, and I'm going to go into mindfulness heavily into some other talks. But when you're thinking about you know, where you're being held back or where you're not getting the results you want in your life, there's usually a limiting belief that's holding you back. And around these limiting beliefs is usually a lot of baggage, a lot of just habits that have been wired over years, and even your parents could have believed it. Um, and it just is probably bringing, has a lot to do with it. So when you're being mindful and looking at uh, your limiting beliefs, you really got to be pay attention maybe to your body um, and pay attention to your negative thoughts. You know, like when, when you're dwelling on a negative thought, you probably have a conflict of beliefs and that's going on inside you and it's really causing you to get angry. And uh, you might not even know where it's coming from, or the anger or the fear. And a lot of times nowadays we just distract ourselves instead of really going in to find out what's causing these negative uh, thoughts and this negative lifestyle. And these limiting beliefs are being pushed underground like little negative seeds that are growing into giant limiting oak trees and we just don't know how to deal with the negative thoughts and the negative emotion and, and society is told you know like men we're not allowed to show emotion so we just hold it all in whereas in reality whenever I get really angry or really mad about something if I can just express it to somebody or tell someone about it I almost immediately feel better or go beat up a pillow or whatever the heck you got to do to get it out and not hold it inside because if we hold on to these negative emotions they become like I said negative uh, oak trees and they just ruin our lives and they really cause more limiting beliefs um, instead of really drawing them out and putting them in the open and then analyzing them so you might have a lot of baggage on top of your limiting beliefs is what I'm trying to get to you might have a been buried for years and you just don't know where they're coming from but identifying is very important so you just got to be honest you got to be non-judgmental and you just gotta tick away until you really get to the bottom of why you've had these limiting beliefs and why it's holding you back uh, now I think you have an idea of uh, how you can identify you know your personal uh, limiting beliefs um, or just take a look at least at some of the parts of your life where you feel like uh, you're not getting the results you want or where you have repetitive problems and then we're gonna figure out now using the tools how to free ourselves from these limiting beliefs and these negative conditioning so the first one that I want to talk about um, is just facing your fears uh, and I know that this one is a lot harder for some people than others uh, and a lot of people maybe have a lot some trauma around things and uh, anxiety and depression that they fought for years and years and then and uh, they've just been perpetually feeding themselves these issues but 
first you have to identify and then this one is basically as soon as you identify what it is you just have to fight for your life because this is your life this is the life you get and it's your opportunity now to stop having these limited beliefs and go full force into what you want to be and have nothing stop you now I know that that's a bit bullheaded but I'm gonna go into other tools uh, but uh, and I'm gonna tell you this quote um, while we're talking on this subject though because I know it's true you can't force a rosebud to blossom by hitting it with the hammer Rachel Naomi Raymond and that's very true but nonetheless uh, if you really want to change then you have to find it inside yourself. You have to find the courage to go forth and knock down these limiting beliefs and prove to yourself that these beliefs are wrong. So first you identify uh, what your limiting belief is. Then you go forth and prove to yourself that this limiting belief is not true and it does not have power in your world or in your life anymore. And you do that by basically just confronting your fears and uh, shocking and showing yourself that these limiting beliefs are not going to hold you back anymore. And you don't just do it at one opportunity uh, or just when you feel like it. You do it every time that this negative belief appears. So as an example, let's say uh, smoking cigarettes. So. You tell yourself, I need a cigarette because I'm addicted to cigarettes. And then you can reverse that. Um, I'm addicted to cigarettes because I need cigarettes. And you can disable this by going right at the reason and just saying, no more. Uh, I don't need cigarettes. I will not smoke another cigarette. And every time that you have that come up in your life, you fight full force for you and your life not to smoke that cigarette and you have to tell yourself I don't need this anymore in my life I don't need this limiting behavior I don't need this limited idea in my life and you might have to replace it you know eat some chocolate chew on a toothpick because you can't just take away everything right off the bat you have to replace it subtly but with something positive something less destructive than your original belief um, and then you just have to fight for your life. This is your life. You want to live it. And if it means enough to you, then you can do anything. So now we're going to go into another method. Uh, the first part is, again, identifying. Uh, then you take responsibility for the limited belief that you've identified in your life. So you have to take responsibility that it is one of your beliefs. It has been having an effect on your life. And then you have to forgive yourself for having this limiting belief. You know... Forgive yourself, because if you don't forgive yourself, then it just kind of perpetuates and it can become more of a problem. So forgive yourself, forgive yourself, forgive yourself. And then take a second and write where you're going now. What is your, what do you want to see that's not this limiting belief? You know, write down where you are now and then write down where you want to be in this issue, in this area of your life. And then write down a goal and how you're going to get to that level, get to that place, you know. And also write down what you're going to tell yourself whenever you have these uh, limiting beliefs come up again, you know. So identify, take responsibility, forgive yourself, take a plan, and then fight like hell again for your life, for your passion to get rid of these limiting beliefs. Um, and then another tool is basically... <clears throat> a lot of these limiting beliefs happen when we're younger um, 
and you know it's just in our engraved in us so this one's a little bit more abstract but take a breath take a breath identify the limiting belief um, and then try and come back inside of a place to a time before this limiting belief um, was put upon you um, you know maybe your parents always argued over money so now you have a really hard time uh, with money because you believe that money is uh, bad you know but you have to be able to go back and find a time when none of that matter you know maybe when you were a little kid uh, you know and you didn't care about money and you still felt how happy everything was and how joyous everything was and you have to be able to feel that feeling of not having this worry constantly about money in your life and you just have to go back there hold on to that and then every time that you have the limiting belief that uh, money is bad or money is evil and you have to fight about money then you have to just take yourself back to that time before this was one of your limiting beliefs so you have to identify the problem then you have to take yourself back before this limiting belief was put into your mind and remember what that felt like and then you have to stop altogether feeling uh, that money is bad and you have to just let it go and every time that that feeling pops up in your mind be mindful of it and then take yourself back to a place where that doesn't matter that's not the truth uh, money isn't evil. Money is beautiful. It's not cold and hard. It's luscious and green and warm. And it's easy to make. And it comes to you effortlessly. These are things you have to tell yourself if you have limiting beliefs on money. Um, other things you can do uh, if you have a limiting belief and you know what subject it is, is basically just dive all in and start learning everything you possibly can about the subject. The best thing that you can really do is just learn the knowledge about your subject because there's got to be someone else in the world who's gone through a similar situation with you <clears throat> or had the same problem or had the same limiting beliefs and there's got to be something that's been written on it or something else that can really enlighten you to help you with your problem or with your limiting beliefs. The only uh, last final tools that I have is uh, every night before you go to sleep Talk to yourself into a positive state of being as you're lulling yourself to go to sleep. Tell yourself that you don't have these limiting beliefs. Feel inside yourself what it feels like not to have these limiting beliefs. And then every morning that you wake up, write down 10 new ideas. Just write them out first thing when you're having breakfast, whatever, how you're going to get over these limiting beliefs and how you're going to prove to yourself that these limiting beliefs don't have power in your life. Uh, and the last thing is if it's about confidence, if you're lacking confidence in uh, showing yourself or showing up that trying to prove that these limiting beliefs aren't true, start small. Find anything that you're really confident in. I don't care if it's video games or gardening, just something that you can really grow with your confidence. You know, start small as you want and then just double down, triple down on that little thing that you know you're confident in and that you feel good about. And then let that feeling grow inside you because you have something to be confident about. If, if you have nothing in your life that you're confident about, you're going to have a lot harder time. Whereas if you just start working with yourself, easing into being confident about things, easing into proving that you can do things, that you're a great person and you can overcome any obstacle, that's really going to help you if you have a problem with uh, confidence and a limiting belief. Um, all right, guys. Thank you very much for listening and taking the time today. Uh, this is Lion Leadership. Uh, follow me on Facebook. 
uh, podcast, YouTube. Really appreciate you taking the time. Um, feel free to email me at lionleadership at gmail.com if you need any more help. I'm always available to ask questions.